millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, terror at the Sydney Royal Easter Show. A teenager stabbed to death and another in hospital, a suspect in custody. Labor goes into damage control after Anthony Albanese's embarrassing gaffe on the campaign trail. Holiday from hell, Easter plans in turmoil as travellers struggle to get away. Ukraine braces for another Russian assault, troops massing in the country's east. And St Kilda's Paddy Ryder hit with a two-game ban for careless conduct. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. There's been a tragedy at the Sydney Royal Easter Show. A teenager has been stabbed to death. Another is seriously injured after a fight broke out near the carnival rides. Police were called to the scene around 8 o'clock last night. Paramedics worked to save the young man's life, but he died a short time later after losing a significant amount of blood. Another boy was arrested nearby not long after the incident, and he's being held at Auburn Police Station. The carnival section will remain closed today, and event organisers have offered a refund to anyone who no longer wants to attend today and who cannot attend on another day. Scott Morrison has made the most of the first full day of the election campaign after Anthony Albanese couldn't name the current cash or unemployment rates. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, the awkward blunder left the opposition leader scrambling. It certainly did, Angie. Good morning. And certainly not the way that Anthony Albanese would have wanted to kickstart day one of the election campaign. The Labor leader was left scrambling for answers during a press conference in Tasmania, unable to nominate either of the leading indicators of the economy. The questions leaving him stumped, while Scott Morrison was very quick to respond. What's the national unemployment rate? National unemployment rate at the moment is... uh, I think it's 5.4, sorry, I'm not sure what it is. Well, 0.1% is the cash rate. The unemployment rate, I'm happy to tell you, was 4% and is falling to a 50-year low. Within three hours, Mr Albanese issued an apology saying he was only human and he made a mistake, one that the coalition isn't likely going to let him forget, though. Today, Scott Morrison will promise to create 1.3 million jobs over the next five years in an attempt to highlight their economic record. Anthony Albanese will spend a second day in Tasmania uh, campaigning in two key swing seats. Angie? Thank you, Taylor. 
There is fresh heartbreak this morning for the family of a Sydney man badly injured in a brawl on the city's eastern beaches. 23-year-old Evander Tuala has died in hospital, his family making the decision to switch off his life support two days after the attack. He was allegedly punched and fell to the ground in the early hours of Saturday morning. Family and friends have begun posting heartfelt tributes online. Three men have been charged over the brawl, including the brother-in-law of Broncos skipper Adam Reynolds, but no one has been charged over the alleged fatal assault. Travellers are struggling to get away smoothly as the school holiday and Easter periods collide. Passengers have been forced to wait hours to make it through security checks and there are long lines at major airports right across the country. We're here two hours ahead of our flight departure time as per the instructions given. So we're playing it safe. We've come early because we knew the lanes would be long. Higher cars are also in high demand. An average vehicle will set you back $250 in Sydney, almost $400 in Melbourne and more than $600 in Hobart. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has warned tens of thousands of Russian troops are poised for a major assault in the east. The country's military commander-in-chief says Ukrainian forces are still holding out in Mariupol nearly seven weeks after the invasion began. Authorities are warning civilians still living in the Donetsk region to leave ahead of the Russian offensive. Meantime, Austria's chancellor has held what he describes as open, direct and tough face-to-face -to -face talks with Russia. Russian President Vladimir Putin. An Adelaide teenager who plunged hundreds of people into quarantine at Christmas has walked from court with a $600 fine. Ralph McIntosh attempted to visit a nightclub and coffee shop while infectious in December when he should have been isolating but maintains he didn't know he had COVID. The nightclub Loverboy claims it lost around $60,000 in revenue from its subsequent closure. A lawyer for McIntosh says the 19-year-old was extremely embarrassed over the incident. An elderly couple has lost everything after fire swept through a Gold Coast caravan park. The blaze broke out in one cabin, completely destroying it and quickly spread to another in strong winds. Five people had to be treated for smoke inhalation, but no one was seriously injured. A frustrated mother is set to sue the school system after systemic bullying left her nine-year-old son battling regular seizures. Doctors say trauma he endured at a Perth school has resulted in him developing functional neurological disorders. They'd be rude and they'd push and they touched me. They, like, whacked me and they pulled my pants down and they threatened other people to hurt me. He's been terrorised daily to the point of saying he wants to die. A new task force is being commissioned to work towards meaningful reform. A flare-wielding man who invaded an NRL match at Shark Park has now been jailed. Climate activist Andrew George was one of several people who forced their way onto sporting fields last week, calling into question ground security and player safety. The 32-year-old is a member of Fireproof Australia, which led a series of blockades on Sydney roads. A magistrate found George was likely to re-offend and sentenced him to three months behind bars. 
Shocking video has emerged of daredevils climbing a construction crane on the Gold Coast. The footage shows one man clinging on with only his legs as he dangles hundreds of metres above the ground next to the Metricon building in Surface Paradise. People are conducting these activities for notoriety on social media, but it just highlights the absolute risk and the danger. Police say the man could face fines of nearly $3,000 and up to a year in prison for the dangerous stunt. Some areas of Melbourne could see rubbish piling up in the streets as garbage workers go on strike. The workers are taking action over a pay dispute, accusing CleanAway of being dishonest and disrespectful as negotiations continue for a new enterprise agreement. They're walking off the job for two hours on Thursday and next Tuesday. Every year, thousands of Australians are swindled in online shopping scams. Now Westpac has a new way to protect customers from dodgy overseas sellers, automatically blocking transactions that don't seem legitimate. It could potentially save more than $120 million a year. Diet pills, nutrition supplements, online dating subscriptions. Just three of the most common online shopping scams. These types of services can be difficult sometimes to really adjudicate true value of a, you know, if a diet pill is really working or how many particular people might be on a dating website. Now Westpac is trying to tackle those scammers before the damage is done. Automatically blocking suspicious transactions from overseas retailers and notifying customers by SMS. Almost all customers, when we let them know that we've blocked it because we have concerns about the merchant, they are quite appreciative. It's then up to the customer to call the bank if they want to go ahead with the purchase. Last year, Australians lost more than $8 million to online shopping scams, with more than 20,000 separate complaints made. Shoppers aged 25 to 34 reported the highest number of scams, while those aged 35 to 44 lost the most money. With scams on the rise, more businesses are stepping in to help, including Telstra, which recently launched an SMS filter to stop scam messages before they hit customers' inboxes. Sharing experiences with friends and family can help. The more we're talking about it, the more it becomes less of a taboo topic. And know the red flags. Are they calling me and creating a sense of urgency? Does it look like it comes from a person of authority? Uh, is it a too-good-to-be-true type story? Gemma Acton, 7 News. Former Silver Chair frontman Daniel Johns could be jailed after pleading guilty to high-range drink driving. A magistrate has warned him he faces time behind bars after colliding with a van on the Pacific Highway near Newcastle last month. Johns returned a blood alcohol level more than three times at the legal limit. A sentencing hearing is set for June. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading lower. The Nasdaq is also down more than 200 points. In London, the FTSE 100 fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed more than 160 points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also down. The All Lords finished up one and the ASX 200 also ended the session in the green. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1951 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 94 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 74 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. Johnny Depp's defamation trial against ex-wife Amber Heard has begun in the US. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ash Mullaney. Ash, what's brought on this legal action? 
Angie, this is the latest chapter in the couple's messy split. This defamation trial set to get underway today with jury selection. Depp is suing his ex, Amber Heard, for $50 million in damages over an article she published, an op-ed back in 2018 in the Washington Post, uh, claiming she was the victim of sexual violence. Now, uh, while she didn't name Depp, he says the inference was that he was the perpetrator. And days after that was published, he was then dropped from the multi-million dollar Pirates of the Caribbean uh, franchise. He says that caused him damages, which is what he's suing her for today. Uh, opening arguments couldn't get underway as early as tomorrow, and we are expecting to see both Depp and Heard testify. Angie? All right, Ash, thanks very much. An Islamic State fanatic has been found guilty of murdering British MP Sir David Ames. It took a jury at the Old Bailey just 18 minutes to convict Ali Harbi Ali of murder and preparing acts of terrorism. Sir David was stabbed to death during a meeting with his constituents in October last year. The court heard the veteran MP suffered more than 20 stab wounds in a vicious and frenzied attack. French President Emmanuel Macron is firing up his campaign for re-election as he takes on far-right rival Marine Le Pen. He made his first trip to a Le Pen stronghold, one of France's poorest towns in the industrial north. Macron won the first round of the election, but opinion polls suggest the second round in two weeks' time will be a close race. A carnival ride operator has been injured after becoming caught in a ride platform at a Florida county fair. The man slipped between the metal plates at the base of the ride and was pinned at the waist. It took fire crews 15 minutes to free him. He was taken to hospital and treated for injuries to his abdomen. The accident comes just weeks after a teenage boy fell to his death from a ride at an Orlando amusement park. Dirty pond water could hold the key to saving the lives of some of Australia's sickest children. But there's a catch. The therapy can only be processed overseas and researchers urgently need funding to bring it here. Charlotte Potts is used to bouncing back. <coughs> the six-year-old is battling a chronic illness with no cure, cystic fibrosis. It attacks her lungs, causing countless infections. She's expected to... Um overcome a lot. But there's a chance her body will resist the antibiotics that have so far saved her. Luckily, Australian scientists are researching an alternative. I think it's a game changer. It's called phage therapy, natural viruses found in dirty pond water that attack bacteria. They make little microscopic uh, armies inside these bacteria that then burst out of them, killing the bugs. Phages are found in any kind of pond like this one, and summer is the ideal time to harvest. So scientists get out of the lab, literally pull on their wellies and get wet. Targeted human treatments are about to begin, but manufacturing the therapy can only be done overseas. What would it take to make it happen here? A lot of money. <laughs> Around $30 million to change countless lives, like Charlotte's. My dreams for her future is to be unaffected by her condition. And this is what this research does. It offers the hope that we need. Cyan Valance, 7 News. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To sport and Saints ruckman Paddy Ryder has been banned for two games for his bump on Hawthorne's Will Day. The Hawks youngster was subbed out of the game with concussion after the incident. Ben Brown's return for Melbourne is on hold. He was given a two-game suspension for striking in the VFL. And Buddy Franklin will miss up to three weeks. He is said to have surgery after breaking his finger against North Melbourne. West Coast's Nick Natanui will be sidelined until the second half of the season with a knee injury. Latrell Mitchell will miss at least the next eight weeks of the NRL season with a hamstring injury. Scans revealed a torn hamstring tendon sustained against the Dragons on Saturday. The injury looks certain to rule the fullback out of Origin 1. Eels prop Junior Paulo has accepted a one-game ban for his hit on AJ Brimson and former Bronco Anthony Milford is set to be cleared for an NRL return after his assault charges were dropped. Andrew McDonald is set to be named the new Australian men's cricket coach. The 40-year-old took over the role on an interim basis following Justin Langer's resignation after the Ashes leading the team to a Test Series win in Pakistan. Cricket Australia is expected to make an announcement confirming his appointment on a full-time basis in the coming days. An NBL playoff spot might be out of reach for the Bullets and 36ers, but that didn't stop them from putting on an entertaining display in Adelaide. The 36ers unable to give their fans a happy send-off in the final home game of the season, going down 93-85. to 85. to ice the game! Huge. Does exactly that! Huge. The Bullets are seventh, while the 36ers are ninth. Mick Fanning's Bells Beach cameo could be short-lived. Out of retirement to chase a record fifth Bells title, Fanning finished last in his opening heat and now faces the elimination round. Hopefully I can put on a better show because that one was pretty embarrassing. I love Bells. Um, yeah, everything was feeling really good. Walking down the stairs, running around the cliff. Kelly Slater's through to the third round, eyeing the same record. Taking a look at the weather around the country, a trough in the west will generate rain and storms across southern WA, some intense. A high will clear much of South Australia and Victoria as southerly winds bring showers to coastal New South Wales and southeast Queensland. A trough in the north will edge west, taking the heaviest showers and storms with it to the Northern Territory top end. Around the capitals, mostly sunny in Brisbane and 30 degrees. Showers in Sydney, 22. A shower or two for Canberra, 19. Partly cloudy for Melbourne. 18 degrees, partly cloudy for Hobart, 19, partly cloudy in Adelaide, 25, fine for Perth and 25 degrees, shower or two and a possible storm in Darwin and a top of 34. And that is 7 Early News. I'm Angie Asimus.